0: <laughs> Welcome to St. Augustine this evening The Mike Davis Show And I happen to be Mike Davis At least I think I am I was when I left here two weeks ago <laughs> I think I'm still me Maybe It could be Although I'm trying to share the show on Facebook And oh they've changed all the settings It's crazy You mean you didn't look at Facebook the whole time you were on vacation? I did look at Facebook but I didn't try to share things on you Facebook watch the show with you? I watched the show with you <laughs> Davey was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, Davey was the VIP of your vacation. Davey was amazing. <laughs> I don't know who that woman was. Was sitting in my chair though. I don't recognize her. No, no. Um, somebody in makeup. We don't recognize somebody. Her. <laughs> ah no i thought you did an amazing job while i was gone i greatly appreciate you allowing me to have a vacation which i thought was awesome Uh and uh i'm glad to be back yeah welcome back welcome back yes it's it's good to be back here slightly tan i am a little tan i did get a little bit of sun when i was down there yeah and i did surf a little bit and i had a lot of time with my family which was absolutely amazing and Mm Yeah, it's always good to have the kids together and be able to go and travel. We're very blessed to be able to do what we did. And I I feel fortunate that uh, everybody had the time to be able to go. And then we all love each other and still want to go. That is good. That's really, really good.
1: And you did what my dad learned to do when he hosts a big family vacation Mm -hmm. in some place fantastic. Is you went early and you stayed late. Yes. (laughs) You got your time. Yes. You got your family bonding time and then you got your time alone. Well,
0: nothing against my family. (laughs) Uh, I have this habit. -hmm. I'm addicted to it's called surfing. Yes. And so if I'm gonna be that close to really good waves and spots Mm -hmm. I can be there, it's like, well, I need family time, but I'd also like to go surfing. Mm -hmm. So um I did get Darcy up two of the mornings to go surfing with all the family. Um she was great. She rode in the car with me. We had to drive about 30 minutes or 40 minutes south. The first day just trying to find the place was fun. Um and there were no good waves that day. (laughs) So so we went in and I'm like, Well, we're here. Let's go visit Tamarindo. She wanted to go visit Tamarindo. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tamarindo is okay. One of the local Costa Ricans said, yeah, that's the place where the worst of the worst go to meet. And (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Oh, Tamarindo. uh, uh, So we went into Tamarindo. We had breakfast at a place that I've had breakfast before down there. The people were amazing. They were great. They were very, very nice. Uh, Still no waves there. So at least we got a lay of the land. We figured out where everything was. And I woke up the next morning. And I looked at her. I said, we're not going anywhere because I'm looking at the camera at Playa Grande and it's not worth going. So we didn't go. But no, we And then on the back end, we went down to um, Massara, uh and Playa Guiones. Mm-hmm. And we were there for a couple days and then went up to my favorite beach, Marbella, and went surfing. So mm-hmm. I was really, really glad to, to be able to do all of that. And I was so happy that we got a chance to go and that Darcy and Wesley got to kind of see where I go surfing from. Are you getting comments or no comments? I don't have comments yet. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm just checking to make sure my make sure phone is working. Good. Yeah. So
1: give us a uh, Barbara Jean. Hello, Barbara Jean, Barbara Jean. Thank you very much. I feel validated. See, we have a comment now. <laughs> All right. Let's... I heard a very interesting surf story. So after we pay the bills. Yes.
0: After we pay the bills. Yeah. I'm writing down Amanda's source I've got, story. I've got my note. Okay. All right. So let's pay some bills. Opening their doors in 2008, Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. And through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource here in St. Augustine. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says owner Ashley Casey, and they pride themselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help their clients meet their insurance needs. Which Right now, if you've got insurance policies, you need help. Mm-hmm. You need somebody on your side. Some of these rate increases are pretty steep, and yeah. it's across the board. So get yourself an agent that you trust. Go to Brightway Insurance, a KC agency. Mm -hmm. Let those guys help you.
1: Absolutely. And I've got Powell Heating and Air Conditioning dedicated to customer service. That has been their number one goal and it is evident in everything that they do. From the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home, they are working to make you comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. They have been locally owned for 36 years. They have a fleet of 10 plus trucks, 15,000 Square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment. They service all heating and air conditioning brands, and their emergency service is always open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights, weekends, and holidays. I also have Ward Medical Services. They are the only local family owned medical equipment supplier in the St. Johns County area. They are trusted by local doctors and hospitals for over 22 years. Word Medical should be your first call for everything from wheelchairs to home oxygen and sleep therapy equipment and supplies. Stop by their local showroom. It's 2435 US 1, just south of Walmart in the Lewis Point Plaza. You can also call at 904-794-9600, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, from our home to yours, Ward Medical Services.
0: And Bozard, Ford Lincoln, and St. Augustine, their goal is to make sure your time and experience eh, buying a new or used vehicle is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard has been a family-owned dealership here in St. Augustine since 1949. They've also been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the country. And if you go to Forge Garage right next door, you can get the <laughs> 904 now. Party. Yep yes it's awesome it's there go get one Mm -hmm. um check out check them out online at bozard4.com or go see letty and bo and all of their staff they're absolutely amazing absolutely wonderful people all the way around all right you have a surfing surfing anecdote
1: anecdote. yeah so let's have it I had always heard, as a dolphin trainer, about how much dolphins love us and about how much they are desperate to care for us and save us if we're in trouble. But I've never actually heard someone that was saved tell their story. Yes. Until today.
0: What happened?
1: Dick Van Dyke yes. was off the coast of uh, Virginia. I guess he was in town in the um, North Atlantic doing some kind of show when he was a young man and he was just learning to surf. Mm-hmm. And he had a 10-foot surfboard that he had fought past the breakers. And he had ended up falling asleep on this 10-foot yeah. surfboard yep. waiting for a set, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up, lands not in sight. So he starts just paddling, following the current, until he sees a bunch of dorsal fins. He tells a story that he thought that, okay, that's the end. Yes. (laughs) Hey, sharks, I'm done. And it turned out to be dolphins, and they pushed him into shore. So that is the only time I have ever actually heard someone who
0: survived because dolphins pushed them into shore. I'm a little younger than Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is a little older. I am not claiming his story is false. But I do believe I saw that on an episode of Flipper once. Possibly, just they might have (laughs) taken Dick Van Dyke's story. So I just told that story on
1: um, podcast. I guess it's a real thing. He did call dolphins porpoises, but he's at the age where
0: that was used interchangeably. Interchangeably at that time. At that time, it was allowed um, because people just didn't know any better. Yeah, I've I've been out and seen a lot of dolphins out. Mm -hmm um i've heard those stories before mm-hmm. um i did get out of the water one time because yeah. there was a whole pot of dolphins that were surfing a wave mm-hmm. and they were big and yeah. they were it, it was almost as though if we had stayed right there we were going to get hit by one of those dolphins. Yeah. and they were moving at a high rate of speed mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah i just don't feel like getting anything broken by
1: that a dolphin can hurt you without even intending to or trying yeah they're just bigger and stronger and they're more agile in the water yes and so I wouldn't recommend staying there it's actually against the Marine Mammal Protection Act to stay there if they are there you're supposed to move There's the
0: Marine Mammal Protection Act mm-hmm. well I didn't know that well 1974 weren't you alive at that time so <laughs> I, I guess I haven't paid any attention you to the marine have- mammal science Act. Mm-hmm. Since then.
1: And so I've heard these stories all the time. Yep. And I would always ask the guests who inevitably asked the question well, did you hear anything from the guys that were pushed away from shore?
0: No. they were like
1: oh I guess you're right I'm like it's 50-50 shot you can either go towards shore or you can go away and I haven't heard any stories from the ones that were pushed away so I can't tell you that they're doing it because they love us or because they just happen
0: to go that way so speaking of marine mammals Mm -hmm. we did stories two weeks ago three weeks ago when I was here about the uh, killer killer whale pod off of Spain Mm -hmm. they hit another boat after we did the story on Mm -hmm. it's almost like they wanted more notoriety from our show yeah
1: now we've got copycats
0: yes yeah here i
1: still i
0: you've trained marine mammals Uh uh-huh they have a learned behavior and Mm -hmm. so what i worry about is what happens Mm -hmm. when if you don't stop that pot right do they begin to train other whales to do the same thing Mm -hmm. i i just look at it it's a very real possibility it's a real possibility so i get nervous about what happens with this pot in this area and I don't there's only one way in my mind that you stop that. I'm not advocating that that well, you're happens, also a but Floridian, and yeah. so
1: you're coming from the perspective of okay, if an alligator gets fed by people, if it becomes aggressive towards people, yeah. it becomes a nuisance animal. It's the same with bear populations, if they're constantly getting fed human food okay. around human habitats, then or houses, then they lose their fear of people, and they can become nuisance animals and aggressive to people. We deal with this with terrestrial animals all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't see this with aquatic animals all the time, and so this is treading new territory, because what are we going to do? They're bigger than us, I wanna, stronger than I
0: want to give you an example closer to home. Mm-hmm. If you were to give Troy Blevins free drinks, he would constantly be at your bar, and he would never leave your bar, and that would be the only bar he's at because you've given him free drinks. You've encouraged him. You've rewarded his behavior by saying, here, come in and have free drinks. So that's why bartenders downtown do not give Troy Blevins free drinks.
1: I have gone out to drink with <laughs> Troy Blevins. I can say that's false. <laughs> they do give him free drinks.
0: <laughs> Usually because he brings a crowd wherever he goes. Yeah. Because he's good they for charged business. Me, yeah. He's... <laughs> they
1: charged the rest of us that <laughs> were hanging out with him,
0: but Troy was free. He's he's the bar whisperer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Oh, you guys are slow. Hang on. Let me get a crowd together. Yeah. We'll be right over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that. How many drinks can I get per person I bring in? <laughs> yeah. Well. So.
1: You know, I think that Troy has trained the
0: bartenders and I've,
1: the bar owners. Probably. Mm-hmm.
0: He's had a lot of practice at it. Yep. yep. Okay. Maybe my analogy story was a little bit. I'd like yours better. <laughs> yours is much better. I've
1: heard that the killer whales are starting to figure out that they can pull the boat apart from underneath. Yeah. So it's not just like bumping it
0: like we No, seen. they're they're getting smarter.
1: Not, yeah, they're actually starting to dismantle
0: the boats. Yes. Underneath. Yes, they're starting to they, they go for the rudder.
1: But I can say Spain is they signed on to the Marine Mammal Protection Act in 1974. To, they, they can't legally <laughs> kill them and let I've never heard that there's a nuisance
0: animal provision in I, the I don't Mammal I don't Protection know how you Act. handle that, right? And yeah. I wonder how long it goes before somebody dies. And
1: I don't see that we would relocate an alligator or kill it. Um, They would relocate a bear or kill it, depending on what they can do. I don't know how you handle this with killer whales. It's
0: it's a unique circumstance, and I I don't have the answer for it. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of what one of the answers might be. Yeah, But I don't know how else you stop this.
1: You can't relocate it far enough because they're strong enough swimmers Mm -hmm. that they could just come back. Mm Mm-hmm. You would have to like relocate them to an entirely different side of the planet, which, which, but that's potentially introducing illnesses. Oh,
0: yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff that can happen out of that. Just do that, no.
1: And so, (laughs) I don't know how you handle this, I don't either, unless like force is met with force. But I'm not advocating that, and I don't Uh, necessarily want that. I just don't know. aside from the deterrence that we talked about if there's if they can start using some sort of sonic weapon to deter them from approaching the boats or some sort of something
0: yeah, but then that they can do you worry about like the damage it does to the animals because you hear all about yeah you know, they'll be doing testing for seismic testing along the coast mm-hmm. and you look at the damage that that potentially causes mm-hmm. you've also had potentials about
1: that with, humbags, uh, with humpbacks that have been beaching themselves
0: well and you also have uh, what's going on with marine mammals up in the northeast where they're trying to put these wind farms out in the middle of the ocean and what's that doing to the animals so i you know i, I don't advocate that it's going to be interesting to see what happens okay yes. happy Juneteenth. i think
1: it's i think it's a reverential day i don't know that it's a happy I think that it's a, you know, moment of silence we honor Juneteenth.
0: Well, let's honor Juneteenth.
1: I mean, we celebrate the ending of slavery, and that's what Juneteenth think that's is all about. So I, maybe happy? I don't know. I, it's a fairly new federal holiday, so I'm not sure. So you're sure trying if, to figure out what the proper... Uh, what the proper, appropriate, like, way to observe and salute it. Probably a little bit of both. Probably.
0: Because you want to be happy that it's over. Yes. You also want to be... Reverential for
1: those that that had to suffer through that
0: yes i agree all right
1: (laughs) Andy wants to know the name of my new (laughs) co-host it's somewhere
0: on the wall Uh, listen (laughs) i went and had breakfast at uh or really lunch at the diner Mm -hmm. at about one o'clock on saturday Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i didn't see andy oh i saw a lot of people in there but i didn't see andy Mm -hmm. so uh, yes uh i want to know who is running the diner (laughs) The girls were doing an amazing job. Okay. Yeah. They actually had a, a whole darts league going well, since Andy oh, was nice. there. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you who was on the dartboard. Oh, say there was nothing. a photograph on the dartboard. I'm not routing out those girls for having a dart league while Andy's not there. I'm just not going to do it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Not going to happen. Well, it's a good thing we
1: didn't <laughs> let him know that it's happening.
0: It did not <laughs> happen. No, it was great. The food was phenomenal. And uh, didn't miss seeing Andy. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah, uh, so I
1: don't know how you handle
0: that. I don't either. I don't need. That'd be very interesting. All right, so I I lost one of my nine lives today. I know. What happened? And I didn't intentionally do it. Was it after
1: you watched our Monday night pop culture shows? No,
0: no, none of those. (laughs) It wasn't any of that. And I'm very glad that you're the one that had to study pop culture. Yes, yes. I tried to stay out of the news as much as possible. I've started sending myself like one or two stories and I just to kind of keep primed on it. But then I started looking at it. I'm like, yeah, that's old, that's old, that's old. But anyway, the pop culture. Um, so I'm driving to, on the island. I'm on South Matanzas and I'm going to go uh, west on Anastasia Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So the light is green at that mm-hmm. intersection. Uh, I'm a block and a half away from the light. Mm-hmm um having lived in that neighborhood there's a a building right on that corner on the southwest corner and it blocks being able to see what's coming on anastasia boulevard occasionally bicyclists ignore the red light Mm. so i've had one or two ride in front of me so i'm always kind of slowing down going through that intersection thank god today because 20 seconds in to my light being green uh somebody came flying through the intersection about 35 miles an hour i hit the brakes managed to stop from hitting them yeah they never slowed down i don't even think they knew there was a red light there. i know i was like and if i had been going faster
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm getting t-boned a little bit faster slower i'm hitting them i mean it was just one of those yeah i shake my head i was like i'm going back to costa rica where there's potholes everywhere and there's less (laughs) people on the roads and it's it's just safer yeah so yes it was uh people slow down Mm -hmm. Watch like and that was the second person i'd seen run a red light within an hour yeah
1: I had a bike come at me as I was entering a turn um, just a couple of weeks ago, too. It wasn't it wasn't even that long ago. It was in the month of June. Yeah. And, you know, they apologized to me because they had woven their way through traffic mm-hmm. to try and cut everybody off before the light changed. Yes. And they were met with me who had a green light. And I yeah, my kids almost got to hear me say all of the litany of four letter words. I stopped it yeah. just in time. Yeah, but, but so far my kids don't think I say any of those.
0: No, no, I think they know. They just don't tell you they know. <laughs> they pay attention. Um, the in down in Costa when you're driving, mm-hmm. there's a lot of motorcycles down there. Yeah, there's a lot of fast moving motorcycles. So every time you go to pass, you have to look f- for where the motorcycles are mm-hmm. because they're like, hey, we're going. We're yeah. we're more nimble than you. We're agile. You're in a car. And it doesn't matter, even if you're in the middle of nowhere and you're getting ready to swerve to the missile pothole, you still got to look and make sure there's not a motorcycle yeah. that has come up with flying through all of this mm-hmm. nasty road to just go around. Yeah. So where
1: I stayed in Costa Rica was in the rainforest <laughs> about an hour and a half after the road was no longer paved. Yeah. And I was there during monsoon season. And so our commute into where we were staying was on a you know, a local bus, a local transit bus that we had chartered. And the actual vehicle was wider than the road in parts. Mm -hmm. The tires were set in a little bit. So the tires were still on the road on both sides, but the actual overhang of the vehicle was wider than the road in some of the washout spots. And I was seated directly behind the driver. So from my spot, I'm kind of on this elevated pedestal, and I can see... That the road is going, and if we don't get there fast enough, then the water's the water's going to take the road out before yeah. we can get there. Yeah, and so that was um, quite an interesting introduction into Costa Rican driving for me.
0: And we went to one surf break in the morning, a, a pretty decent road in. They're fixing uh-huh. the road. It's in the middle of uh, uh, Guiones, Playa Guiones, and so. But on the way out, they wouldn't let us through because they're working on the road. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, there's a detour over here. This is where a car <laughs> is going. <laughs> and this is where a four-wheel drive is going, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm just glad that all of the big potholes weren't completely filled with water because yeah. I think it would have come over the hood of the car. <laughs> and it was just up, down, What's up, crazy. down through this. and and. All of a sudden, I look up and there's this huge truck coming the other way. And I'm like, well, that's great because there's barely enough room for me right now. Yeah. So I want to get up on one of the high rises of these mm. up, down. Uh, yeah, it was. You could hear scraping and grinding in the bottom of the car. and when, Yeah, it was fun driving. When we were in
1: Arizona a couple of years back, um, my dad found this really cool experience in the Petrified Forest and it was on private land so mm-hmm. you could harvest the forest so it was like you bought the bucket size okay so however much you could put in the bucket that's how much you could take out and so we take our 15 person passenger van to their house which again it had rained so much the night before yeah. that it was just a desert mud slide mm-hmm. and my dad's I mean, none of us are used to driving on it, but I guess mm-hmm. I had driven on more muddy terrain than he had. So he's trying to go slow. And I'm like, you better go fast. If you go slow, we're sinking. And so I'm telling him, like, punch it, punch it, punch yeah. it. And he keeps trying to hit the brakes because, like, he's feeling a slide, but I'm feeling a okay. sink. And so we did make it. was very impressed. We called our van Frank the Tank. Frank the mm-hmm. tra- Tank made it. But was completely coated in red desert mud mm-hmm. the whole rest of the trip. And it didn't rain anymore the whole rest of the yeah. trip. So it was just crudded. And so we're driving all over Arizona for this this vacation. It was a fantastic vacation. But we are driving all over, and we would just hear this like horrible sound as mud was just falling off and kicking off the back of the vehicle. and <laughs> made for an interesting experience. So
0: there were a couple times that the entire crew was in the van. Mm-hmm right Uh, a lot of people darcy and wesley i got in there first all 10 of us in the van Mm -hmm. and i'm driving and you know some of these roads are interesting and that's just the way that it is
1: yeah
0: um but it's like the realization that my entire family (laughs) is in my hands while driving and i'm like oh man your entire branch of the family my entire branch of the family is in the car i'm like, I yeah. There was one day uh, we got back uh, at about 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and happy hour started as soon as I got out of the car and parked (laughs) the car. I was like, I'm going to the bar.
1: That was probably my dad's to the bar. four generations of his family in that vehicle. And we're going up a muddy hill. And he's thinking, like, there's nowhere to turn around. Mm -hmm. I have to keep going. How am I going to get down, and how am I going to control it? And I'm like, we're not getting stuck here. If we're going to do it, we're going to make it there. So... It was an interesting
0: day. We went to stay at a friend's house in North Carolina. The kids were much younger. Mm-hmm. We're in the minivan. And my friend says, it, it, my driveway doesn't look like a driveway. So if you okay. see a driveway, that's not our driveway. Okay. So I'm going up this hill. We're getting closer and closer to the top of the, the mountain, which mm-hmm. their place is not on the top of the mountain. There's a driveway. Oh, no, no, that's not the driveway because they said if it looks like a driveway, you got the wrong one. Yeah. So we get to the top and I end up on this spur of a trail. There's no longer a road. There's nowhere to turn around. It's like a drop off on one side. You could probably walk to the top of the mountain on the other side in about two minutes. Right. And so I have to back up. Right. I'm back. I get up this this switchback Uh and all of a sudden this guy's dogs all come running out of his house because they don't want us on the switchback. Yeah. And I just rotated the tires too fast mm-hmm. so i have the car balancing on two wheels and two off the wheels right and i get all the kids out of the car the guy comes down oh yeah i'm sorry let me put the dogs up i'll help you you know oh your driveway's right down there it's the one you passed a second ago right so i looked at darcy and said what are you going to do the guy comes out with this rope that it's probably it would have been nice if it was like a boat anchor rope that was like you know a one inch diameter Mm -hmm. rope it was probably like an eighth inch diameter rope right it looked like it was frayed i thought if we doubled it up it wasn't going to help much yeah and so he ties it to the back of the van he's got it tied to his car i got to go down this hump and if i don't make the turn it's just straight down Right. It's it, no pressure. Darcy likes me. said, what are you gonna do? I said, I'm aiming for that tree right there. If something happens, cause it's enough to slow me down. Yeah. And she said, what are you going to do? I said, well, there's an airbag in here. I'm just going to hope that it all works. Right?
1: Open and praying.
0: <laughs> so it all worked. It was fine, but it was one of those, uh, ever since then on switchbacks, I've been really careful to go wide on the switchback. Cause yeah. it's just like, yeah, I cut that one way <laughs> too close. Some
1: switchback PTSD. Yeah.
0: Yes. Ah. Oh. <gasps> Good one. Uh, stop signs are just a um, suggestion. Yeah. They are just a suggestion. You, you kind of slow down for those. Uh-huh. You do want to slow down is. for the school signs, um, and they have a lot of uh, speed bumps by mm-hmm. the schools. Um, so those you do want to slow down for. Uh, one of the people in the car looked at me. The speed limit was 60 kilometers, mm-hmm. and I was doing 80, and they said, you know, you're going 20 miles above the space. Well, it's not 20 miles. It's kilometers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the standard rule down here. Yeah. If it says 40, you better be going 60. If it says 60, you better be going 80. If it says 80, you better be pushing 90 to 100 kilometers an hour. All I said, right. that's just the standard rule. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody get pulled over for that. <laughs> but I have seen people get blown off the road basically for doing the speed limit. Yeah. So take that as a grain of salt. I'm not telling you to speed. traffic. It's just a flow of traffic. <laughs> flow of traffic. Yeah. So, yeah that that sign is it's not really a law it's more of a guideline yes they're just guidelines
1: like the pirate code the pirate code that's exactly (laughs)
0: what it is but everybody's pretty chill driving down there and everybody kind of looks out for each Mm -hmm. other and so yeah it's 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 not bad yeah but that was uh that was how i almost lost a life today yeah i yeah it was not fun
1: so for the longest time i would be talking with my mom on speaker Mm -hmm. not like Distracted driving, but have my phone on speaker or through the the PA system talking yeah. to my mom and she would hear me be like, dang, bicyclists, the bikers. I for years I told her people yeah. on bikes are suicidal in St. Augustine and she just thought I was driving like a maniac and she would like tell me that I need to be more careful until she moved here. Yeah. And then she got to experience what it was like to drive in St. Augustine full time, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You're right, bicyclists have a death wish. I don't know
0: what it is." And, and to <laughs> me, it's it's always me out. <laughs> I don't think our town's that hard to drive in because mm-hmm. I've been here but apparently for people who have not been here, it's extremely difficult. Because mm-hmm. I watch it's very some distracting. of the I watch some of the amazingly bad decisions they make, and how they end up in in one way streets where they're not mm-hmm. supposed to, where they end up. I mean. I was water features. I was coming, um, east on King Street a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and somebody was on the bayfront and just decided they're going to turn in the eastbound lanes, right? Well, there's two lanes there, so one of them must be. Must for- be. I'm waving, but the- they had to pull into a parking spot, yeah, right? And I watched them as I went by wait for all the traffic to go so they could U turn and get back in the right direction. I was like, oh my god.
1: my favorite is the people that are driving the wrong direction down a one way and then cuss you out for existing
0: yeah (laughs) no 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 sorry we're not i know
1: where i'm going
0: we're not playing that game you can back up. what 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 is the problem no we're not yeah yeah and bobby you're about right it's about 60 miles an hour so yeah the, the the road roads are good then there's bad roads and then there's there was one section of road that if it wasn't for the potholes there literally would not have been a road right <laughs> like, really it, it was just it was, it was ju- ra- you just followed the no there wasn't any ruts there were just potholes and then when you got past the pothole section they were just rocks It's
1: like the floor is lava road game.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh it was something else it was something right. else to see. So yeah all right so uh, while I was gone, did anything happen with Trump No. Totally quiet. Same, same old, same old, same old. Same old, okay, good. I didn't miss anything.
1: Well, same old, same old. If you factored the last three months, <laughs> then yes.
0: So same nothing old, has changed old. since he came down the escalator.
1: I mean, there's there's indictments. Yeah. I heard that he's collecting indictments like ex-wives these days.
0: I think he has They're more. Indi- I think he has more indictments than ex-wives. I don't know. We'll see. Not the ex-girlfriend yet, but he's working on it. <laughs> he's working on it. I don't know. It's a mess. Well, there was uh, there was a story I read the other day. Margaret Carlson uh-huh. has been a political talking head for forever. Mm-hmm. She occasionally would appear on the McLaughlin Group. She's been on all these other talk shows. She's left leaning, right? Okay. So she writes an article. I I go. This should be. I should lose intelligence reading it, but I read <laughs> it anyway. Right. You're on vacation. I'm right? on vacation. I'm like. I'll read this one. I'll I'll cruise through that. I'm kind of. Pre- But it's what they really want by the indictment. And what they want is for Trump to take a plea deal where he won't run Ah. for office. You don't have to spend 80 years in jail, but you just don't get to run for office. It's a great use of our judicial system. Well, it's not just that. It's like, here's a guy whose ego Mm. won't let him not run. Right? Yeah. It's not going to let him not run. Absolutely. And and you're like, oh, we're going to take that. No, we're not. Uh, That's not going to happen. And I keep telling people, Democrats forget, Trump has spent most of his life in court. Mm -hmm. All these business deals that went to court, all these things, it doesn't bother him. It's not a place where he's like, I don't want to go there.
1: he's surprised that it bothers others, because it is such a norm for him, that he's like, oh, this is, you know, it's all obvious, you know, political maneuvering, and like, I agree. It is political maneuvering, but your average person doesn't get sued or indicted every five minutes. So the idea is a little traumatizing for some of us.
0: I want somebody to tell me how many times Trump has actually been sued. Oh.
1: That's like, that's like I, guessing it, it's, the number of gumballs in one of those giant water jugs.
0: More or less than the stars in the sky at night. I just am curious. <laughs> I just want to know. I
1: don't even know. <laughs> I'm just curious. Maybe less, but that might just be because we can't look
0: far enough. We just guy. can't see enough of them. Yeah, I think there's probably been a lot of lawsuits over the years. I'm sure. And I think for him, when somebody says, oh, there's an, oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Legit, we expect those some on Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm sure there's times he's been right and times he's been wrong. So. Yeah. 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 All
1: right. Um, so nothing terribly new to report with Trump, just okay. same old, same old at this point.
0: Good. Uh, Court is just a hobby. for (laughs) That's true.
1: It might be his third home.
0: (laughs) His seventh home. Let's be fair. (laughs) His seventh home. You're right. All right. So somebody hit me up with a story today. There is a a submarine, a mini sub, Mm -hmm. that was going down to visit the Titanic wreck site. Mm -hmm. Uh, That sub is missing. Yes. The people paid $250,000 a pop to be oh, guests it was on a it.
1: touristy one? It was
0: a tourist sub
1: uh i just thought it was like i was hoping that it was just one of the drone ones and mm-hmm. it had just gone offline yeah. i didn't know it was manned sub
0: yes um so it's a manned sub mm-hmm. uh there's eight people in it yeah. right so you have the crew and then and a couple of guests mm-hmm. that, that were on it supposedly uh it has four days of air and it's been missing since sunday Okay. So they are doing rescue efforts. I hope that they find them. I hope that they find them. Um, but I, it's like I, That's, of all the. Hey, Mike. Here's a free trip to go visit the Titanic. No thanks. Yeah. So now I know you're a marine person. I, know. I would go. I would do some deep
1: water scuba, scuba submarining. Um, the deepest I've ever gone without a vessel is about 120, and it's whole other world down there. It's fun. It's
0: fun. I'll yeah, leave I'm that not, to I'm you. I'm not
1: going into the darkness without a sub, but I want my sub to be tethered. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't know. I'm I,
1: only so risky.
0: I I don't. That's just not something I want to do. I've never ever wanted to. It's not that I don't. I'm not claustrophobic. It's just I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing about it. It's like no. I don't want to see a wreck where. Thousands of people die. I don't need to see that. And I really don't need to go that far under the ocean to see something that I don't really want to see. So it's like, nah, no, no, I'm good. I think it would be interesting to see it.
1: I've seen so many pictures of it, and I've heard that it's deteriorating so fast that it doesn't even look like the initial pictures. Really? Um, yeah. That I haven't heard. There's a particular type of bacteria that they've, I believe it's bacteria that they've found um, that's one of the reasons why they keep going down there is because they've found a novel type or a very, a not very well understood type of bacteria that seems to be eating away the metal at a far faster rate than expected. And so it's deteriorating a lot faster than expected. And why, so-
0: why do I have this feeling that someday there'll be this? Uh- Super Fast bacteria. super bacteria that eats cars and everything else because we found it at the bottom of the ocean because, on the titanic wreck,
1: and then it mated with bats yeah and yeah. a pangolin a
0: pangolin <laughs> a pangolin um yeah i just all when i hear those stories now it's like no don't go get it leave it alone leave yeah. it where we're so they're hmm. um they're
1: they keep going back there to study it to kind of it might change the way they date shipwrecks
0: but is it everywhere in the ocean or just there
1: Got to go down there more often to figure it out.
0: Well, I will let scientists go do that, and I'll just wait for the report. <laughs> I'm not going go right. to go do that. I don't want to go do that. No, thanks.
1: You like to surf on top. Yes. I find the surface to be um, somewhat disruptive, and it seems to fight with you more than than the lower levels. So I prefer scuba
0: to I, snorkel. I, I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. Listen, I'm not even a snorkel guy. We did a mm-hmm. boat trip, and we got out, and they snorkel a little bit and stuff like that. It's just... I feel comfortable when I'm sitting on a surfboard, but if you take the surfboard away from me, I'm very uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. Don't know why. I guess it's my whoobie. (laughs) Start calling all my boards whoobie. Yes, (laughs) I've got a surfboard. What could go wrong? All right. (laughs) right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't love snorkeling because waves crash over that snorkel, and I don't want to fight for my next breath constantly. And so if I'm going to be looking at fish and existing around them, I want to be free to swim around them. And so I like scuba.
0: Did you ever free dive?
1: I don't hold my breath for very long. Okay. So if I was in the sub, <laughs> which ironically, I can't just free dive for an extended period of time. Yeah. I don't do well with holding my breath, but I'm a very slow paced breather on scuba gear and so i always got voluntold to clean the habitats at marine land because i use the least amount of air to cover the most amount surface area to scrub <laughs> 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 bite me in the butt yeah. every time
0: so here's the other thing about the sub it's a 10-hour trip down and back yeah on average Is there a bathroom in the sub yeah, yeah. really mm-hmm. there's a head I did not do that. Yes. The things that I have learned on this show, there is, a, in the mini-sub, there's a bathroom. Mm-hmm. There has to be. I am looking that up. Go for it. I swear I'm looking that up. Is there a mini-sub? They're there?
1: not catheterizing people that probably spent 20 grand to go down there as a tourist.
0: Is that? Maybe they'd use presidential diapers.
1: I hear they have It a high is a failure brand. Rate. I'm pretty sure it's a brand. I hear they have a high failure rate under pressure.
0: Oh man. Visits at the Vatican. Every once in a while you get to sneak one in. <laughs>
1: That's once. what he said.
0: <laughs> ah, Mason jar. Yes. That only
1: works for males, Bobby. Yeah. You need way too wide a mouth for females to be efficient.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we did have that one of the places we stayed. You're not allowed to put toilet paper in the toilet.
1: Oh, you're in really nice places if only one of the places.
0: Yeah, only one of the places that. had that. Yeah. I
1: have stayed in lots of places in Central America that you will get a hard side eye and a lecture if you put anything in that toilet other than what has come out of your body. Well,
0: have, one of the places we stayed in New Zealand with our daughter years ago was mm-hmm. it had an outhouse. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a four walls and a fireplace. And a window and a door, basically in you this had a fireplace in the outhouse? We did no in the in the house. Oh, and then the house. next okay. to that was the outhouse. Okay. And you're like, Well, the people have a house. You know they have a bathroom. It's like you're gonna rent this thing, just put a side bathroom on the house. And but apparently they had not occurred to them. And apparently it was all part of the experience. It is part of the to Which experience. my daughter thought it was great. And I was like
1: very authentic. I
0: can't wait till we get to the next place. We have indoor plumbing. <laughs>
1: On the schooner I lived on, we had a stick shift head.
0: You had. A, I'm not saying anything you until clutch, you finish this. You story. had a clutch pedal. <laughs> yes.
1: And you had you had an actual, like, you had a, a lever. And so you had to pump to pump in water. Mm-hmm. And then you had a lever okay. to create a current. And then that would create a suction and it would flush it. Okay. And so I'd pull water from the ocean. So if you're in the North Atlantic, when there's bioluminescent algae, then you can turn off the light and you suck in bioluminescent algae and your toilet
0: glows while it's flushing your poop. The amazing things that you do. <laughs> we called it a Tinkerbell flush. <laughs> oh, gosh. Were you, well, guys allowed to bring, were you allowed to bring alcohol on the research? Vessel? We
1: were sober.
0: We were not allowed to bring alcohol. No wonder the Tinkerbell flush was a big deal to <laughs> you guys. It's a big deal. <laughs>
1: but when, we, um, when our engine went out and we were stuck in Gloucester, Massachusetts, yes. and we had to change the engine, there may or may not have been a cooler of beer that we would not get in trouble for sampling as long as we stayed within a
0: certain area on the dock.
1: I can neither confirm nor deny it.
0: I, I think the statute of limitations is up on that.
1: All right. We got to drink beer on the dock at Gloucester, Massachusetts, as long as we didn't talk to any fishermen or go to the big fishing boat that was next to us.
0: (laughs) Boy, they were really nice. Yeah, you can drink beer on a dock. They didn't let you go into town and get a drink? No. We weren't 21. (laughs) How old were you?
1: Uh, When I was on that trip, I was 19.
0: Half the country was... No. You're much younger than me.
1: Much younger than you.
0: You're much younger than me. Yeah. Okay. Almost yeah.
1: universally, you had to be 21.
0: You probably Yeah.
1: Our neighbors on the dock was a foreign <laughs> uh, long haul fishing vessel that had yeah. like a full mm-hmm. fish processing plant on the ship. It was this giant ship. Yep. So it was one of those if you go on that ship, we might never see you again. Yes. Because there's, it was huge. It was a, almost a cruise ship size vessel. And like if they didn't want you to leave, you're not getting out. So, we were allowed to have a beer as long as we stayed right there. And we weren't ever allowed to take the free tour that was being offered on the foreign fishing vessel.
0: That's fun. All right. Uh, you brought up drinks, uh-huh. which there was a story that was around. And Bobby's like, Boy, it's getting bad. And it reminded me between your drink story uh-huh. and Bobby, it's getting bad, uh-huh. of the really bad drink story that I needed to say. I don't so, know. Um, <laughs> published on the drinks business. Dot com oh man who knew there was a drinks site so i did not know it either um an australian pub got slammed on social media for their campaign offering free drinks to women okay based on one thing what do you think they base the free drinks on to women you're a woman you've gotten free drinks at bars before mm-hmm. what do you think this bar was basing the free drinks on
1: I got free drinks at bars due to my high IQ and my lively personality.
0: Okay, was that's it, not what
1: this is. Their boobies, Michael.
0: <laughs> well, the pub based in in Adelaide advertised an event on social media offering free offering uh, punters free drinks in exchange for their bras. Okay, the bigger the bra, the more free drinks you got.
1: Well, that is sizest, and I. object. <laughs> Although the bigger the boobies that go in those bras, the more back pain you have, so you might need the drinks.
0: Partygoers are told they will receive one free drink for an A cup, two for a B cup, three for a C cup. No word on D. It's not in here. They don't have it. Or E, or whatever are the other letters. Are. So
1: the way I read that. Is if I'm going to give you my bra anyway, I'm going to cut it, give you one B
0: cup, <laughs> get my two drinks, <laughs> and then give, you, and yeah. I'll give you the other B cup, and yes. get my other free drink. Then I'll be a D. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh it, it, they got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. um I could see this as something that in the 70s would have been celebrated and become a trend. How did they get in trouble? People just thought it was uh over the top, and they shouldn't have been doing that. Um,
1: where was this again
0: people took to social media on the campus they called misogynistic and disappointing oh my word uh it's hard enough to keep drunk men away and then add the pressure of get your bras off to the mix
1: if you're a girl and you hear about this then you come with two bras on You come with a trash bra. Again, I got my free drinks because of my IQ and my sparkling personality.
0: Yes, you you did. You come with two
1: bras (laughs) on or as many bras as you're willing to sacrifice to get yourself hammered. I didn't
0: think you had to wear two. You just put one in your purse and take it out.
1: Well, you have to have it on so they show you. Uh,
0: Oh, they take it off. Uh, Okay. All right. Uh, Yes.
1: And if you practice that, you can do that very efficiently without ever flashing anyone.
0: Yeah. Uh, In other news, a Queensland-based brewery has been forced to withdraw its barely legal IPA (laughs) from the Australian market following a social media storm concerning its name and porn-inspired marketing campaign. There you go, Bobby, I'm back.
1: (laughs) Just for you guys. Barbara Jean, i die of thirst first. (sighs) Well, I mean, you can always buy the cheapest bra you can on the way there. That's the thing. I would come with all my girlies. We'd be packing so many different mm -hmm. bras on that we would just end the campaign
0: because we'd bankrupt. You would make them bankrupt on the first night. Mm
1: -hmm. Just as a
0: principle. You know, if we had done show prep and we'd have this and you'd had time to think about this, Uh that would be funny. The fact that you thought about it on the fly is brilliant. That's what I'm doing. It's brilliant. I think that's just amazing. All right. It's uh, 15 minutes. It's Monday. We've got to do uh, five questions because we've always done. Did you do five questions while I was gone? So Don't tell me you forgot.
1: We didn't forget. We did it in a slightly different way. Okay. We didn't call it five questions, but we definitely did question and answer. All right. We all had to fess up.
0: Okay. Truth or dare. That's what you did instead. Close. (laughs) I know Davey. (laughs) Davy trying to get me to admit to some things. I am sure that he did. Okay. Longest vacation. I was gone for two weeks. What's the longest Mm -hmm. vacation you've ever been on?
1: Uh, My first trip to Europe was a two-week tour, so that was probably my longest
0: vacation. Um, I'm going to trump that. Longest. Longest vacation. Um, It happened every summer. (laughs) <laughs> when i was out of school and i had almost 90 days off it was the greatest thing ever
1: well i mean i did that too uh,
0: other than that uh i went almost three weeks two and a half weeks to australia new zealand nice. that's the longest vacation I've had. <laughs> so did yeah. you start
1: to get twitches not being able to work for three weeks no
0: i, I work a little bit every day uh-huh. I, I get about 100 to 150 emails a day so if i let those pile up yeah it's a mess cleaning that job. out right so I generally turn the computer on every morning early. I'm up early. I blow through whatever emails are in there, get stuff done. If there's something I need to do, I'll get that done and be finished with it. So I made a lot of work calls and got a lot of things done, so I felt pretty good about all that. All right. So, yeah. All right. Uh, would you ride a mini sub to the Titanic? I would. I'm not. I'm out. I want to know if you guys are riding the mini sub to the Titanic.
1: If I have the opportunity to do it and it's not going to bankrupt me, like if someone gives me a scholarship, I'm doing it.
0: It's an adventure. I'm doing it. All right. Begs a second question. Amanda, here's $250,000. You can either spend it on a trip to the, a one-time trip back. You get to come back from visiting the Titanic or you can spend it on your family.
1: Mm, I would probably pay off my house and then go to Antarctica.
0: Okay. With the leftover money. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have no desire to get on the Titanic. I have no desire to do that. No. All right, um, you came up with this question, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you're going to have far more answers. And I want to see in the comments mm-hmm. you guys' answers. What's the cheesiest pickup line <laughs> you've used, or used, or has been used on you? Uh-huh. All right, so we have a lot of people. I expect, that, especially uh-huh. you, Karen, Karen. <laughs> Karen Mixon. I know there are some cheesy lines that she had to have heard along yeah. her way. All right. Um, the I don't I've been married for so long mm-hmm. right and the only one I ever use is Fletch right Fletch. it's the Fletch line okay where if I walk into and Darcy's gotten out of the shower and she's in her towel I'm like you're not gonna believe this mm-hmm. my truck just hit a water buffalo can I borrow your towel and I mean I guess if she just looks at me she's like are you gonna say it again and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> I've said this for 30 years 35 yeah. years yeah I'm using the Fletch line again so mm-hmm. yeah somebody else mentioned it their husband always said that or something I was yeah. like so that's been the worst one so it's been 38 years we got to remember something karen the
1: worst one that i ever heard yeah was probably a tie between did it hurt when you fell from heaven (laughs) Um, let me buy you a drink you must be tired You've um, been running through my mind all day. Okay, those are the two. Those
0: are the two that you remember. Did Louis ever use a cheesy line?
1: After we were dating, he would say cheesy lines, just like you do. With just, Darcy. Yeah, just yeah, just for joking. Yes, yeah. But you know, yeah, he's more apt to smack me with the towel than make a. I need to borrow your
0: towel. <laughs> joke I need show. to borrow your towel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Got laser focused with a towel pop. We were talking about this. What is it with men and popping towels? Uh, you had I cannot get a towel to pop to save my life. That's
0: the locker room thing. Oh. it was a self defense in junior high in a locker room. Yeah, yeah. You either got popped or you were able to pop. So that was it. <laughs> so it just worked. Was it? I. Uh, Karen is going to go to bed tonight. Wake up in the middle of the night and go. That was the cheesiest line, and then just yeah. write it down so you don't forget. laid <laughs> so really down the law with Louie early that
1: he's not yeah. allowed to actually hit me with the pop, so he can pop at me all
0: he wants. Okay.
1: If he makes contact and gives me a welt, then it's free game. I can hurt him however I want. Yes. Because it's I have <laughs> I was on swim team. It's a lot of it's a lot of trauma with. Towel popping.
0: Barbara Jean might win today. Oh man!
1: You yeah. know the difference between a Big Mac and yeah oh, that's all you need BJ. to know. Yeah,
0: what's two lunches?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. That's McDonald's. It better be better than a McDonald's
0: lunch. So Barbara Jean was dating <laughs> a lot of people that like Big Macs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she might have been a spokesperson for McDonald's. Oh,
0: I was. I, I stopped there today. I missed Rotary, and I stopped to get lunch, and uh-huh. um, it's just. I, It's Grimace, Grimace, is birthday. Who knew?
1: I've seen, that must be why I've seen, like, the evolution of Grimace. Yeah. And I guess he started out as an evil character amongst the animated McDonald's characters, and he transitioned to just one of the friends. So I don't know. Uh,
0: I don't know. That
1: must be why I've been
0: seeing that in my feed. Yeah. All right. Um Have you ever gone to summer school? Since it's summer, Mm -hmm. have you ever gone to summer school? Did you have to go to summer school? Did you fail something in school, perform badly, or get a punishment where you had to go to summer school?
1: I've never had to do summer school. I've opted, so my sailing trip was a summer mini semester. Yeah. So I've registered of my own accord to do classes in the summer because I got to do classes on a sailing ship while doing whale research. And then my intern was during this. My internship was during the summer. Is that summer school? Yeah, I'd say that That's summer cool. school. Okay, so I guess yes, I've done summer school if those count. Yeah, I. I if we're talking like punitive. I've got to catch up. Then no, I haven't
0: done it. So I only did summer school one time. Okay, so Florida Southern had a really difficult English department. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was not great at writing i was still wouldn't say i'm I'm phenomenal at it but i was not i i that was the class that was hardest for my freshman year it's a good thing you do nothing where you have to use your words to entertain people (laughs) well it's easier to speak them than it is to write them that's true even though i still say them incorrectly from time to time um so i it was a barely got through english 101 and 102 Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was had one more english to take Mm -hmm. there were no professors that Like, if you had this one professor that was easy, all the people that had that professor for 101 got them for 102 and then got them for English Lit, right? Mm -hmm. It was just a given. If you did not you weren't getting into that class. You were getting the tougher professors. So I took a class uh, at St. John's during the summer to get rid of that English Lit requirement. And at Florida Southern, I'm studying for hours and hours and hours. I'm working uh eight hours nine hours during the week and eight on saturday Mm -hmm. and i have a class at night i would come home at five o'clock yeah had a six or seven o'clock class write my english paper in 45 minutes (laughs) turn that sucker in and i got i think an a or a b in the class Mm -hmm. and i thought there was no way i would have gotten that at florida southern i was so grateful for that teacher she was phenomenal she was great it was awesome i learned more from her than i would have learned from just getting beaten down but mm. but that was my summer school experience i was yeah. so happy I, I came back and people were complaining about lit said, i took that at the junior college i am done i'm not going back in that department but you're a journalism major i'm not going back to the english department i don't need that for journalism you can see that evidence in everything they write today mm. uh, so i <laughs> i
1: picked my major yes. versus a different major based on whether or not i would have to do philosophy and physics
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and chemistry and college level chemistry
0: and see i loved all of those classes Mm -hmm. those classes were
1: i now would love them yeah but at that point
0: no although those were (laughs) freshman year physics class um i made the highest grade on the first two tests Mm -hmm. but it was not an a but i'm like i gotta give one a yeah they gotta give na i'm in the running for na half the class dropped right so the third test almost everybody made a hundred and i'm like i'm still in the running right so i quit going to class i was like i got this yeah you know i looked at some of the other grades on the board and if those had to curve to get a c i knew i was in good shape Mm I was doing the math no curve uh no uh i got called by the professor uh after missing like i was like once a week or something for a couple weeks and he's like uh mr davis i need to talk to you and i'm like yes sir he said you seem to be and i'm like oh no here comes a lecture really good at this class would you like to teach the labs and get paid and i'm like sure i'll be and i started showing to class after that because i got a job out of it right <laughs> but nice. but he was good he was a good professor uh at physics he used Is that how you earned the money for
1: darcy's engagement ring
0: no i earned yeah. uh well that was part of it yeah but at that time i was working at the post office i was a postal employee at that time
1: <laughs> you had gone postal
0: yes i had gone postal i was a an employee of the united states postal service through nice. florida southern college yes. yes and i worked for the new york times, new york times. Ooh, i know I got paid though. Tainted by. I a know. I worked for the New York Times until you, you didn't need English. I, was, <laughs> I didn't. I need was only. It was only writing sports stories. You explained
1: so. so much about the gray lady.
0: Oh, no, I was the beginning of the end for the gray lady. <laughs> all right, so um, classic TV sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Any classic TV. That, so back then, that was when we were growing up. That was the main form of TV. Shows mm-hmm. right. The uh, there were dramas, but the sitcoms were mostly the the ones that were on. And as mm-hmm. kids, that's what you watched, right? They didn't show reruns of Hill Street Blues after school. When they were showing. As a kid, they started showing reruns. Okay. <laughs> all right. Show off, you Gen Z, millennial, whatever. um All right. So take today's most dominant format is reality TV. Yeah. So take a character out of any. Of the old um, sitcoms mm-hmm. and put them in a reality TV show.
1: Okay, so who would be the best classic sitcom yes. character yep. in a modern style? In
0: a modern... All right. All right. So, And those of you that are want to give us your suggestions as well. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so the reason I point out that yes. reruns occurred when I was a child is because my suggestion is... A way different era than me, but I know this show because of Nick at Night reruns. Yes, so mine is Maynard G. Krebs from The Dobie Gillis Show. Okay, he was the beatnik, he was the beatnik, he had the goatee, it's yes, like a beard man. Yes, so I think that he would be perfect for a
0: reality TV show. Which reality TV show would you put him on? Oh,
1: I don't even know. Does it matter?
0: So, I, I want um, a character from uh, Andy Griffin show. Okay, there's a lot of characters in there. Mm-hmm. I don't want Andy. I don't want Barney. No Otis. Yeah. None of those. Okay. I want to take just for pure entertainment value, mm-hmm. Ernest T. Bass. <laughs> Ernest. And I want to put Ernest T. Bass, Bass. in like Vanderpump Rules or one of those shows. Right? I'm probably not even pronouncing it correctly, <laughs> but I would love to see these spoiled elite. People have to deal with somebody who was the country Mm -hmm. who was just annoying as all get out. We
1: could put Maynard G. Krebs and Vanderpump. I would love to see that. It
0: would be, (laughs) yes,
1: spoil the whole vibe of the crowd. (laughs) Otis, uh, uh, Bobby's got a good one. Otis Otis and Jersey and Jersey
0: Shore. The problem is the Jersey Shore people would probably die of alcohol poisoning before Otis ever felt the thing.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. There's, um, There's a deleted scene from the Lord of the Rings series, the Peter Jackson ones, Okay, where it is included in the extended edition.
0: The entire Hobbit part that was the best part at the end of the movie that he left out?
1: Um, After one of the battles, there's a celebration, and they're in a pub, and they're drinking, Mm -hmm. and the dwarf and the elf... Um, the dwarf gets the elf to start drinking. And yes. The dwarf thinks that so he's going to drink the elf under the table, mm-hmm. and right around the time that um, the dwarf's really starting to feel it, um, Legolas looks at his fingers and he's like, "My fingers, my fingers are tingling. I think it's working." Mm-hmm. And the dwarf starts laughing and ends up like falling over. <laughs> but my kids think it's hilarious, so that would be Otis. Otis in Jersey Shore. I
0: think. Yeah, I think Otis. Totally takes out Samantha the
1: Samantha would be fabulous for real housewives.
0: Because she could fix everything that was wrong.
1: Because, like, everyone would be psychotic around them, around her. Yes. And, like, all the plastic surgery and all of the craziness, and Samantha would just be, like, calm, serene. Everything would be perfect because all she'd have to do is twitch her nose.
0: See, I would like to see the professor from Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. I think I. I'm going to deviate from, from, deviate from the reality TV. He would have been great on, um, what was his show with Fox, uh, with Mulder and Scully? Um, and X-Files. X-Files, The Professor. You're back in the sitcoms. I, I know. I mean, it would have been great, right? Well,
1: I think the professor... We can't
0: figure out how the aliens are doing it. Well, I put these coconuts together and this is how they're flying across the universe. The professor <laughs> might have also
1: been good in MacGyver if we're sticking the Oh, in that
0: would be really or good. the
1: professor could have replaced Bill Nye and made me happier. Real science? Yeah, actual science. <laughs> <laughs> and he's an actor and I still think it would be more accurate science.
0: <laughs> I'm 100% in on that. I yeah. am 100% in. All right, thank you again, For taking care. We have a guest. We have a guest tomorrow with a a really, uh, really cool story. Um, uh, someone that I know through my home building stuff and it's going to be fun to have them in, um, and all kinds of other stuff. And Mm -hmm. Thursday, we're working on a very special guest, but I can't say anything yet, but. Hopefully we can pull that off on Thursday. I
1: saw Tim O'Neill while you were gone and I said hi to him and he said hi to me, mm-hmm. but he obviously did not know who I was outside of the context of this studio. So I'm looking at you, Tim O'Neill. <laughs>
0: hi. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, Tim is trying to remember all his cheesy yeah. pickup lines. <laughs> how, many,
1: how many times did I say hi to people? How many times were they yeah. women? How many times was I confused? Yeah, right. this is going through yeah he's like, to where did I see her? So like, like, no, I totally knew it was you at yeah. such and such location. Yes.
0: <laughs> all right, you guys have a great night. Thanks for watching The Mike Davis Show. We'll be back tomorrow.